Welcome to the Connect with Christ Project. Today's daily Bible study will be looking at Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3. Now the serpent was more crafty than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Indeed, as God said, You shall not eat from any tree of the garden. The woman said to the serpent, From the fruit of the trees of the garden we may eat. But from the fruit of the tree which is in the middle of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat from it or touch it, or you will die. The serpent said to the woman, You surely will not die. For God knows that in the day you eat from it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was desirable to make one wise, she took from its fruit and ate, and she gave also to her husband with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves loin coverings. They heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? He said, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid myself. God said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, The woman who you gave to be with me, she gave me from the tree, and I ate. Then the Lord said to the woman, What is this you have done? And the woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. The Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you more than all cattle, and more than every beast of the field. On your belly you will go, and dust you will eat all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise you on the head, and you shall bruise him on the heel. To the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply your pain in childbirth. In pain you will bring forth children, yet your desire will be for your husband, and he will rule over you. Then Adam, he said, because you have listened to the voice of your wife, and have eaten from the tree about which I commanded you, saying, You shall not eat from it. Cursed is the ground because of you. In toil you will eat of it all the days of your life. Both thorns and thistles it shall grow for you, and you will eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face you will eat bread till the return to the ground, because from it you were taken, for you are dust, and to dust you shall return. Now the man called his wife Eve, because she was the mother of all the living. The Lord God made garments of skin for Adam and his wife and clothed them. Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us, knowing good and evil. And now he might stretch out his hand and take also from the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore the Lord God sent him out from the garden of Eden to cultivate the ground from which he was taken. So he drove the man out, and at the east of the garden of Eden he stationed the cherubim and the flaming sword, which turns every direction to guard the way to the tree of life. Parenthood is not easy. 
It is filled with moments of joy and pride, but equally filled with moments of heartbreak and sorrow. What carries us through each moment is the love we carry for our children. I have no doubt that what we experience in parenthood is very similar to what God goes through when dealing with us. I want to welcome you to the Connect with Christ Bible Study, where we take a chapter of Scripture and explore parts of it for a deeper understanding. Today, we're going to be looking at Genesis chapter 3. When most people read chapter 3, they fixate on the temptation by the serpent and the eating of the fruit by Eve. When I read chapter 3, I can't help but focus on a different part of the scripture, that moment when God returns to the garden. This is the first of many heartbreaks for our Father God, the first of a book full of moments that show he has dedicated himself to a very fragile relationship with this creation called man. Starting in verse 8, God comes back to the garden to see his children. He calls to them and finds them hiding. He finds them only to see fear in their eyes. Verse 10. His children who he made the garden for, who he made the entire universe for, who he breathed life into. His children are afraid of him. His children don't trust. An often overlooked aspect to the story of the fall of man is the breaking of trust. It isn't just that Adam and Eve rebelled and did something God specifically told them not to do. It is that the serpent sowed a thought, a seed, into Eve's soul that is still planted in the hearts and minds of every person I have ever met. The idea that God lies to us. The idea that God is holding back from us. Eve was coaxed into eating the fruit with two thoughts. You won't die, and God knows that if you eat it, you would be like him. A common idea is that our spiritual enemy comes with half-truths and twisted truths, and this is exactly what the serpent did. The serpent knew that Eve was expecting instant death. She did not have the maturity or understanding at that moment to reconcile spiritual death, physical decay, aging, It's a half-truth. You won't physically die the instant you eat it. Then the tempting. God is holding back from you. God doesn't want you to be mature, to be an adult, to be like him with all the benefits, power, and understanding. But if you eat the fruit, he can't stop you. Take what is yours. How many of you listening as parents have seen or heard this argument from your children? But you get to stay up late after bedtime. Why can't I? You get to eat that candy. You get to watch that television. You get to do, but why can't I? Why are you keeping the fun from me? It can be very cute when you see a 10-year-old declaring that they are just as smart as an adult and demanding more freedom and responsibility. But it's also good parroting to listen then offer up a taste of it, of the adulthood, but just enough so that they can learn of the difficulties of the world by not being crushed by it. God knows that Adam and Eve are young, and they are not yet ready to handle the weight of the knowledge of good and evil. I mean, leave it to God. God knows. 
So yes, God the parent is holding back a very special piece of the human condition from his children. The serpent tells Eve, you will be like God. That's in verse 5. But doesn't tell her she is young and not yet ready. So back to verse 8. God comes to the garden and he finds his children hiding. God comes back to the garden and verse 10 finds his children now fear him. The greatest piece of this chapter is that where God once saw love, he sees in the eyes of the children he loves fear and mistrust. They don't trust God. They don't trust their father's love. They are hidden because they are asking themselves, what is God going to do to us because we crossed him? Add to that with their new understanding they know that God kept their lives simple. God never told them they were naked. God never explained the deep understandings of good and evil. But now they know what unrighteousness is. See, God now sees the mistrust and hears the fear coming from his children. God the Father no longer sees the love. It's heartbreaking. This relationship, this fragile relationship is now broken. Please join me as I close this lesson in prayer. Lord, thank you for being a steadfast and faithful God. Thank you for being able to see deeper than our lack of faith in you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen.